0: Is that once you take my quiz and learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern. And then you can live and parent your kids as your true and authentic self. Click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to Michelle forward slash quiz now to take my two minute personality pattern quiz. Welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast. If you're here to do the inner work that brings a sense of calm amidst the chaos, I'm here to join you on that journey. Each time you press play, your growth continues. So let's get at it. Michelle Grosser here, your master coach. Welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast. So excited you guys are with us today. Today we're going to be talking about rest. Rest. I know every single one of us listening, myself included. I'm always looking for better ways to rest. And lately I've been calling it productive rest. Like when I find myself just like zoning out or scrolling social media or whatever, I'm like, Michelle, is this actually productive rest? Like are you actually resting and recharging or are you just dissociating? So there are seven types of rest. We're going to go through them um, fairly quickly today. And then I'm really going to give you just a couple handles, a couple practical ways that you could incorporate each of these types of rest in your schedule as a busy mama (laughs) because ain't nobody got time for these long, drawn-out things um, on the regular, right? Once in a while, we can definitely make time and um, have the space to have a longer, uh, more in-depth kind of restful routine. But on the day-to-day, guys, we're we're in it. We are in it. You are in it. I am in it. So we got to be intentional and we've got to be targeted and we've got to make sure that what we're doing um, actually has an ROI and is uh, worth our time, right? Worth our time, worth our energy. So that's what we're going to do. Before we jump into it, have you left the show a five-star rating yet? If you have not, can today be the day? You can go ahead, just scroll down, click on the five stars Um, It would mean the world to me. It's just the best way we can get this podcast out to other moms like you, other women who need to experience what it is to have a regulated nervous system and need practical tools and handles to help themselves do so so they can show up to be the best women, mamas, wives, all the things um, for all the spaces they fill. So if you have not left the show a five-star rating or a short review yet, If you could do so today, I would be so grateful. Also, I've been talking about it on the show. If you have any question that you would like to ask me, anything you want to hear me talk about more, um, any way I can serve you better, anything you've been experiencing or trying and you want more coaching around it, there's a link in the show notes called Ask Me a Question or Ask Michelle a Question, something like that. Go ahead and click on it. It takes you to a page where you can just record essentially a voice note for me. I'll shoot it to my email. And then I will answer your question on a future podcast episode. So this is a great way for us to be in touch and for me to make sure that I'm actually giving you guys stuff that you want to hear about. Okay, let's jump into this. So um, before I jump into the seven types of rest, I think a really good practice um, on the day to day, this is something that I coach uh, my one-on-one clients and something that I do myself, is to start incorporating a morning check-in. And I do this while I'm still in bed. Like my eyes are still closed. I wake up, you know, I take a couple of breaths and I just do a morning check-in and it takes me 10 seconds. (laughs) Um, It's really quick, you guys. But all I do is I just ask myself, like I'll do a quick body scan and just kind of notice what's going on in my body. And then I'll just check in and be like, okay, what do I need today, right? Some days I wake up and I'm feeling super energetic and charged up and like I'm like, okay, today I need some really good movement. Like I want a hit workout today or I'm going to like run a long distance today or whatever it is. Some days I wake up and I still feel kind of slow and groggy and tired. Okay, I hear you body. Like today I just need to take it a little slower. Maybe I'm going to cancel a meeting or maybe I'm going to have less screen time today or whatever it is, right? So I think that's a good – practice to just start with a morning check-in. What does Michelle need today? Like what do I need today? What does my body need today? What does my soul need today? And I don't advocate ever for being like over scheduled for being really strict with this rigid program that I've got to do every day. Like that kind of stuff stresses me out. Yes, I have structure to my day um, and I think that is good, but I also have margin and I also have a mindset that allows me to remain flexible. So as I go through these seven types of rest, please do not feel stressed out that you need to do all of these every single day or that you need to like whip out your calendar and plug in seven new things into it. Like, please don't do that. I'm not about that. I don't think that's sustainable. That is like stressing me out just thinking about it. But here's what I think you can do. I think as I go through these, you can take note of them, either make a note on your phone or come back and listen to it on like 2x speed and just jot them down. you know, on a post-it note or whatever, but just have them handy as a resource. And then when you do that morning check-in, like, what do I need today? Maybe just choose one, right? Maybe just choose two that you're going to focus on that day or you're going to focus on this week. And then, you know, just keep them handy. So maybe write these seven things down on like the inside of your planner or write them on a post-it note. Put them on your desk, put them on your mirror, somewhere that you can see them. Put them on your nightstand right? So that when you're doing your morning check-in, you can actually take a look and be like, okay, I'm going to choose one today to be intentional about. I'm going to choose one today to focus on. That's doable, you guys. Um, And then as you grow in that intention, you're going to notice what seems to really make a difference for you, what's helping you feel more regulated, what's helping you feel calmer, what's helping you feel less anxious, what's giving you life and energy, and then just do more of that, right? Just follow the breadcrumbs. Just do more. Of that, Okay, so let's go through these seven, Um, and then what I really want to do is just kind of give you a couple quick handles on like, okay, I know this type of rest. How can I actually incorporate this into my day? So the first type of rest is physical rest. This is rest for your body. This is what we usually think of when we think of like I'm tired and I need to rest. So practical handles for physical rest. Well, the first one is kind of obvious. Take a nap. If you are someone who can take power naps, if you are someone who is like a napper, if you are someone who has the flexibility in your schedule to take a nap, by all means, do it. That is great. Um, You don't want to take a two-hour nap. You don't want to nap a few hours before you're going to go to bed. So just be smart about it. I had Jenna Worthen on the podcast um, a few weeks ago. I think her episode came out. And she has like this really awesome nap routine, but she like goes in, she plays brown noise, um, puts these headphones on. She reads a few pages of a book that she's read like seven million times. So it's not like captivating her. Um, but she'll pull out like Harry Potter or I don't know, something that was her example, but just pull out something that you've read a million times or like something a little more dry, I guess, if you will. And she's like, I'll read for like one or two minutes and I'll start to get sleepy at the same time every day. And I close my eyes and I have a timer set for 17 minutes and she's like that I wake up and I'm ready to roll. And the whole thing takes like, I don't know, 25 minutes. But for her, that's a really good way for her to get physical rest. So if that works for you, go for it. I'm not really a big napper. I used to be before I had kids, Um, but these days I'm not a huge napper. Sometimes I will on the weekend, um, but during the week, that's generally not how I get my physical rest. So if it works for you, run with it. If it doesn't work, no worries. Uh, Other ways to get physical rest, guys, breath work, breath work, breath work, breath work. 10 minutes, right? Either download an app or go on YouTube and choose like a 10-minute breath work, Um, video or like a meditation kind of thing, guided breath work, that's a great way to give your physical body breath. As you learn how to regulate your breathing, right, deepen your breathing, lengthen your exhales, all of these different things bring physical, bring rest to your physical body. Um, Stretching is another great one. If your physical body is feeling tired, sore, achy, tense, just like a few minutes, even just like, you know, you work for whatever, 50 minutes, 55 minutes and then take a five-minute break and just sit on the floor um, in your office or in your home or your living room or out in your backyard and stretch for a few minutes. Awesome. I do that a lot. Um, Massage. I'm actually going for a massage in 40 minutes today. Um, I try to do it once a month. If you have the, the resources to be able to do that, the bandwidth, the time – um, to be able to do that. That's a great one. Self-massage is great. Ask your partner to give you um, a back massage. That is something that can be really helpful in, in giving rest to your physical body. So those are a few ideas for physical rest. The second one is mental rest. Mental rest. So a few handles for getting mental rest. My favorite <laughs> mute your notifications on your phone, you guys. Go ahead. Be ruthless go through it. I actually did this again the other day and I do it I don't know every like few months. But when I'm just sitting there, I'll like open the notification settings on my phone and I just go through and start muting everything. Like I I think I have notifications muted for everything other than hmm my my bank account maybe. I like I don't I don't even really know. Um, I, I muted all the notifications for my email. I muted my text notifications. I certainly muted all the app notifications because y'all, you don't notice it. But every time that stuff pings or when you're trying to focus and you look at your phone and you just see those notifications coming up, it's stressful to your nervous system. It's distracting. It causes you to multitask or change your focus, which is not good for productivity. It's not good for your nervous system. Um, physiologically, it's just not good. Uh, And it's not good for your mental space. So mute those notifications, do it ruthlessly. And if you do it for a few weeks and you're like, man, I keep missing something, add that notification back, right? It's not like, it's not like once it's gone, it's gone forever. But I think it's a great practice. And I think you won't even miss it um, once you notice a lot of that stuff. And guys, like text, I don't need notifications to check my text, right? Whenever I pick up my phone, I'm already programmed to check if I have any texts. So go ahead, do that. Mute your notifications. I think that's a great way to get some mental rest. Um, Just a digital detox in general, I think, is a good way. So if you wake up and you're feeling kind of like anxious or overstimulated or whatever, guys, less time on the phone today, right? Less time in front of the screen today, less time in front of the TV today. Um, Delete some apps maybe that you tend to go to that, might subconsciously without your awareness increase your anxiety um, and not be restful. And then the third one, the third idea for for mental rest is just moments of stillness and meditation. Um, meditation, again, you guys can find an app. You can go on YouTube, find a short guided meditation. can be really powerful to get some mental rest. I've read studies that um, meditation can actually be more restful than sleeping right meditation stillness in your mind can actually bring more rest than taking a nap so keep that in mind if you're especially if you're not a napper <laughs> the third type of rest is emotional rest emotional rest we talk a lot about emotions on this show for good reason right emotional health drives nervous system regulation so what are some ways you could incorporate emotional rest journaling Journaling is a great way to get things out of your head. It's a great way when you are handwriting, right? You don't want to journal by typing your journal entries. You actually want to have pen and paper because writing out these things activates the emotional parts of your brain. So you want to be handwriting, and that's a great emotional activator and allowing emotions to move, to stir, to come up, and allowing yourself to release Through all of this stuff, um, my encouragement to you, my reminder to you is to greet these emotions with compassion instead of greeting them with judgment. So create 10 minutes, 15 minutes for for yourself to journal if it feels like there's emotional stuff going on and you need emotional rest and allow that stuff to just move and you're going to find rest in that. You're going to feel so much better when that becomes a practice. Um, Alone time. I know for me, this is a huge one when I'm feeling irritated or anxious or whatever, like emotional, I'm I'm noticing those emotions come up, when I allow myself to have some alone time, that is just so good for my soul. I know it's hard. It can be hard as a mom, especially if you have really little kids that aren't going to school um, and you're home with them all the time. But don't overthink this, right? Telling your partner like, hey, I'm gonna go take a walk for 10 minutes around the block. That's great alone time. Telling your kids, hey, I'm gonna put you know, a show on for you. Here's some snacks. I need alone time. I'm going to go in my room for 10 minutes. Um, That's, you know, you guys can do that if you need to. This is full permission to use screens as a resource when you need to. And then on the flip side of that same coin, um, connection. Connection with people who are good for your soul is a great way to get emotional rest. I've got a question for you. Do you sometimes feel like you're more sensitive than other people? Does the routine stress of life just feel overwhelming? Maybe sometimes you feel like you could just tap out or run and hide. Are you really creative? You got this great imagination. Or maybe you feel like you're disconnected from your body or like you're a misfit here on Earth. You might have thought that's just how you are. All these things are just part of your personality. But they're actually coping mechanisms that you've picked up over the course of your life, and they're having a huge impact on how you show up, especially in this motherhood journey. Are you curious to know more? You've gotta take my personality patterns quiz. Here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. Over time, those defenses became a habit, then they became a pattern. Now, as an adult, What we think of as our personality is often this defense pattern running the show. It's interesting, right? There are five personality patterns. They're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs, but rather they describe the safety strategies that you immediately go to when you start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who you are, but rather what is blocking who you are. The good news is that once you... Take my quiz and learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern and live and parent your kids as your true and authentic self. Click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com quiz now to take my two-minute personality pattern quiz. All right, the fourth one, social rest. We all need social rest, especially those of you who are introverts. You need social rest. How do we go about getting social rest? I think the first thing, the first practical handle I have for you guys is just to create margin. So if you're feeling overextended, if you are feeling um, overcommitted, if you are feeling like you have 14 birthday parties this weekend and it's overwhelming you, guys, say no. (laughs) Say no. And that goes to like the second handle, which is setting boundaries around your time. Say no. Boundaries around your time and boundaries around your circle. Like who are you letting in? If you are spending time with people who are taxing and exhausting you, right? Like just spend less time with those people. (laughs) Create some boundaries around that. Um, Go through your calendar. Cancel stuff that's not a full body yes, right? Say no to stuff that's not a full body yes. It is okay, right? That is self-care. Okay, number five is sensory rest. We all need sensory rest. I try to talk about it as much as I can. We are overstimulated. We are overstimulated as moms. We are overstimulated as the caretakers of our homes. We are overstimulated as a society who is, you know, addicted to our phones and to screens. It's a lot, you guys. That's part of the whole thing with muting notifications, right? It's good for our nervous system because we are helping ourselves to remove things that are stimulating. Overstimulation narrows our window of tolerance. It narrows our capacity, right? Which means we, we are constantly operating on the edges. When we are overstimulated, we're more likely to snap. When we are overstimulated, we're more likely to blow up and make a big thing about it, something that's not really a big thing. So we have to make sure that we're giving our senses, our nervous system, the ability to rest. What are some practical ways to do that? One of my favorite things is um, taking a low sensory shower what is a low sensory shower? It means in my shower, I have a window, like a, it's not like a window where people can see me shower. That's weird, but it's like a high window that's like glazed over, but I'll open that, especially if it's during the day, I'll open that. So I can just listen to like the trees and the breeze outside. I will not have any other noise going. Sometimes I'll just play like piano music or like really calming music. I'll turn off the lights. I don't take a shower in the dark, but I'll like either dim some lights or I'll just use the natural light outside or oftentimes I've even brought in like some candles. I'll just put on the on the um like vanity counter and just have it be like a dim light with soft music and allow yourself to take a slow shower where you're not like rushing to, you know, wash my hair, whatever whatever else I'm doing in the shower like In, out, one minute, whatever. Like just allow yourself to be slow. Allow yourself to just sit or stand under the hot water. Allow yourself to notice what it feels like as the water beats on your skin. Notice the temperature, right? Notice what your shampoo and your body wash and your shaving cream, like notice what it smells like. Just have, just notice, just be mindful and take a 10 minute, 15 minute, 20 minute shower if you can. It's a great way to um, get sensory rest same thing just get outside like a na- a walk through nature with nothing on your headphones like a podcast or an audio book like just allow yourself to walk in stillness with your thoughts allow yourself to walk with just calming music low sensory right in your workspace um, in your home like sometimes when I notice I'm feeling overstimulated and I need rest sensory rest I'll just walk through my house and like close the blinds and dim the lights, right? Turn off all the screens. All of these things are great ways to get sensory rest. That's number five. All right, two more. Number six, creative rest. Creative rest. We need creativity. We are wired for creativity. We are creative as human beings. Creativity is not the same thing as being artistic. So if you're thinking this and you're like, Michelle, I can't even draw like a stick person. Friend, I'm with you. I can't, I can't either. Um, but I have discovered in the last, I don't know, 5-10 years that I'm actually really creative. Right? So what does it look like to get creative rest? Maybe you have a hobby. A hobby that you really enjoy. Maybe you enjoy baking or you enjoy cooking or you are artistic and you enjoy art, right? Painting or drawing or doodling or photography. Um, Maybe you just really love to read for, for pleasure and not read for like work or personal development all the time. Maybe it's music. Maybe you have music really like moves you and just listening to music can be really restful. Dance, right? Mo- any sort of movement like that is so great for your nervous system. It's such a great way to get creative rest. And then the last one is spiritual rest. We are spiritual beings right? Whether you um, are active in any sort of spiritual life or not, science, the hard science is even showing that our brains and our bodies are wired for spiritual connection, for meaning beyond ourselves, right? For something greater, for participating with something greater than ourselves. So whatever your um, spiritual life or practice is, I would encourage you to lean into that if you don't have any, I would encourage you to start some. So for me, that looks like every day, you know, I'm in my Bible. Every day I am praying to start the day. Um, if that doesn't feel aligned for you, a gratitude practice, a meditation practice. Um, and it doesn't have to be prayer or meditation or gratitude. It can also be, you can also get spiritual rest by volunteering. You can also get spiritual rest by Um, you know, showing up for your community in some way and giving back to your community in some way. Spiritual rest is connecting with something greater than yourself. So I would encourage you to incorporate some of that, right? Daily, weekly, monthly, however it looks for you. Um, But that is a great way to give rest to your soul and to make sure you're getting in that spiritual rest. So there you have it, all seven. Physical rest, mental rest, emotional rest, Social rest, sensory rest, creative rest, and spiritual rest. And then again, just how we started this episode today, guys, like just be intentional about it. Choose one, maybe choose two a day or a week, and just really be intentional about that, right? This week, I'm really going to like get some mental rest. I'm going to do digital detox this week, or this week, I'm really going to journal, or today, I'm really going to make sure that I like, I'm really, um, you know, careful about who I allow into my space, into my energy, because I'm going to protect my social rest this week, whatever it is. And then just notice. That's how we're going to end this episode today. Notice, 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 grow in your awareness. When you're trying different things, notice what seems to be and feel restful for you, right? What brings regulation to your nervous system? What helps you feel more energized? What helps you feel less anxious? What makes you better. What makes you feel better, run better, operate better, be a better mom, be a better wife, be a better person, just feel better and then do more of that. It's not rocket science. Do more of that. And the more you do of it, right, it's going to start to become a habit. It's going to start to, to become a pattern and you're going to actually do it without thinking. Um, and that is the process of rewiring your brain. So That's what I got for you guys today. Um, I do want to end the call, as I usually do, with an invitation that if regulating your nervous system, if dealing with some of this stuff is something that you want, one-on-one coaching around, book a free discovery call with me. There's a link in the show notes. 30 minutes. We'll get some FaceTime on Zoom one-to-one. Tell me the things you're experiencing, um, and we can talk about the ways that we can work together if that's something that feels aligned for you. I love you guys so much. Have the best day. Oh, one last thing I want to talk to you guys about. I'm like saying this as an aside, but it's actually a pretty big thing. You are going to notice um, that going forward from from today's episode on, I'm going down from three episodes a week to two episodes a week. So instead of episodes being on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you're going to have episodes dropping on Tuesday and Friday. I'm doing this for quite a few different reasons. Um, But the main reason is that so many of you have expressed that you would like additional opportunities Um, to work with me and my one-on-one coaching spots are filling up. So one, I'm trying to create more space to actually work with you guys and coach you. And then second, for those of you, I understand that one-on-one coaching, you know, just, it just isn't the time for that for everyone, either financially or time or bandwidth or whatever. Um, So I want to create more space where I can create more opportunities to go deeper, i.e. creating a course for you guys. I'm working on creating um it's I'm not sure how long it's going to be yet, but either a 21 or 21 or 28 day nervous system reset. That's going to be digital that you guys can purchase. So, um in order for me to create these things, I need more space and I need more bandwidth. Um so that's what I'm doing. So, I'm still going to be coming at you twice a week. It's still going to be the same stuff. Um, I think it's going to be actually good because some of you guys have expressed that three days a week you feel like you're falling behind or you can't catch up. Um, and I get all of that. So we're going to come at you twice a week. I think it's going to be great. Um, I think the quality of the episodes is actually going to get better because I'm going to have more time and space to be more planned and intentional about it. And then um, it's just going to create more margin for me to be able to create more offerings for you guys. To be able to actually serve you better uh, beyond this podcast, so that's coming. That's coming up. Um, so just thank you, thank you for being on this journey. Thank you for your flexibility. Thank you for leaning in. Thank you for listening, and thank you for being a part of the community. Every single one of you, I'm so grateful for each of you. I love you guys so much. Have a great rest of the week. If you love mommy's polygraph, leave a review. Leaving a review is truly the best way you can thank me. And of course, DM me on Instagram. I love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to another episode. Head over to the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at michellegrosser.com where you'll find free resources and more ways to connect with me. If you love the show, share it with a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time.